As many of you may know, I uh, recently injected a Moderna into my eyeball for uh, scientific purposes. I believe in science. And when the doctor says we're injecting a needle into your eyeball for your health, I believe them. Does that make me left wing? Does that make me a left wing nut job because I want to allow a doctor to uh, experiment on me? Does that make me a bitch for being experimented on? I don't think so. I think y'all are afraid of the side effects. And guess what? When you go right through the eye, there are no side effects because you uh you go around all that. No, I'm just kidding. I had a very minor uh little thing on my eye. No, I had a minor thing on my eye. It was a little tiny little cyst or something, and I had to get it off. And even though it's free healthcare here in Canada, we had to I had to pay for it. And it was three hundred dollars, which <clears throat> Was probably worth it, everybody. Thank you. Welcome to the show. My eye is fine. I have two eyes. And um, we got a lot of good shows coming up. If you're listening right now to the podcast on Monday, I am going to be in Burlington, Ontario, this Friday and Saturday, January 13th and 14th. And at the end of this month, I'm doing two shows in Toronto. We might do some more if we sell them out. Let's see what happens uh, at the Royal Comedy Theater, January 27th and 28th. So go get tickets for those shows. Next month, February, I'm in uh, Niagara Falls at the end of the month. I think it's like the 24th or something. You can look up. Niagara Falls, yuck, yucks. Otherwise, all the ticket links are on my website, benbankus.com. Okay, let's uh, let's get into it, baby. So a lot of people are mad at me right now because I compared Andrew Tate to uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, which um, many people were offended by and angry at me. I lost, I think, about 900 followers uh, from between, I guess, between saying Andrew Tate was Jesus and uh, telling people to love their trans child. That was a little bit too much. For people on the uh, the far right, I guess you could call. I don't know if you're. I guess you are a far right if you listen to somebody's podcast or a comedian make a joke and you and you no longer like like you've been following me for years. But then I said one thing and that's it. Like I've been doing Chinese accents nonstop, Indian accents, making fun of everybody, every single thing. But um, when it gets to their thing, they get offended. And, um, you know, it's fucking bullshit. Grow up. This is entertainment for adults, okay? We're trying to make sense of things here. We're not just sitting here making fun of stuff that you want me to make fun of, okay? And guess what? This shit is fucking hilarious. If you really, if you didn't find the last podcast hilarious and you listened to it and you took everything personally, and it, you know, you're not, fu- you're not a funny person. You're not funny enough to listen to this fucking podcast, Okay. So fuck off if you're mad. Um, I had another person mad at me. I actually enraged Ed the Sock. I don't know if you guys know who Ed the Sock is, but he is a, I I assume he is a he, uh, because he is a sock. So I'm not sure if socks have a gender. I don't know if uh, that's uh, right wing of me to think. But Ed the Sock is a character that was on Much Music and City TV in Toronto, in Canada, for uh, decades. And when I was a kid, Ed the Sock was like this offensive sock that was, I was, they had like, they taped a cigar into its mouth and this, and he would say things, he would talk shit about everybody. He would make fun of everybody. And there's a video online, there's videos online you can go check out where he's, you know, why my white privilege is stupid and all this kind of stuff. So he was kind of against the woke people before woke. But then when woke came and obviously city 20 city TV and all that shit became woke. So now Ed the sock is woke. So I don't know if you know this, but so I, I actually just I, I 
commented on something on his Twitter and then he replied and I just like made fun of him and people started and then he kept coming after me the sock. So I just I just I didn't block him. I muted him. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk to a sock. I shouldn't even be getting into Twitter feuds as is, but I was bored and I commented on a socks post. And next thing you know, I, you know, everybody's mad again. But that's right. That, the owner of Yuck Yuck said to me, if you're not pissing somebody off, you're, you're not doing the right thing. So, yeah, I lost a couple hundred followers, almost a thousand. I also gained like I, I if you look on Instagram, it says like gained a thousand, lost nine hundred. And it's like, well, OK, fuck you people. You know what I mean? You weren't giving me money to begin with on Patreon, which is the only way to support me support the show yeah you can oh can i buy a t-shirt no just join patreon for a year and then renew it every year so i can be fucking rich now here's the story uh, i don't know if you guys saw this but the uh owners of a toronto home who were out of town on a business trip discovered that someone had impersonated them and sold their property without their consent police allege okay first of all that is amazing that 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 level of fraud is even possible that you can just go and steal somebody's home and sell it within 2 weeks like how long were these people on vacation for investigators said in January 2022 two people allegedly pretended to be the homeowners and hired a real estate agent the home was then listed for sale and sold to new homeowners who took possession police allege police said the original homeowners were out of the country for business Several months after the property was sold, investigators said the original homeowners discovered that their home was sold without their consent. Police have released a photo of a man and a woman on fraud charges after allegedly using fake identification to impersonate the real homeowners. Imagine coming home from vacation or a business trip in your home. There's just like a Indian family living in it. And you're like, what the fuck is this? And they're like, I, we just moved to this house. We just bought this house. What are you talking about? This is not your house. You sold me the house. I looked at your identification. It was you. But in reality, what happens there? What happens to the people who bought the house? Do they just get their money back? Do they just take their money and... Be like, fuck that. We try. We found our dream home, and then it turns out that it was a fraud. Who's giving the money back, too? Because obviously these people are still on the run. So, how are these people getting their money back? I want to know. Not that I want to do this. This is, I mean. I'm sure this happens a lot, especially with Airbnb. I feel like people go to an Airbnb and they're like, you know what? This is a nice house. Let's sell it. Let's sell this home. That's a TLC show that I want to watch. I don't want to watch people selling homes. I don't want to watch real estate agents selling homes. I don't want to watch gay guys flipping homes. I don't want to watch people renovating your home for you as a surprise. I want to see criminals going from home to home preferably on airbnb and impersonating the homeowners and selling those homes that's what i want to see i i think that the criminals from home alone that's what they were trying to do that's why they they want to get the kid out of the house so they could sell it impersonate the homeowners that's everything nowadays. Just impersonate. Just fucking deep fake. Do a Snapchat filter of the homeowners. Put the video on the real estate website and sell that home. Okay? If you're a brown person listening to this podcast, which I know you might be because I have a lot of brown fans because brown people have good senses of humor. If you're brown... And you want to make money in this economy. You got to start selling other people's houses from underneath them. Specifically brown people. Because it will be potentially easier to impersonate them. Potentially. 
I just because and you know what? You might say, oh, Ben, you're a racist for thinking that. No, I am a genius. The country is racist and you have to use that racism to your advantage. And the way to use racism to your advantage is by creating a fake identification for a guy with a very hard to say long Indian slash Sri Lankan name. Okay? If you are also Indian slash Sri Lankan slash brown. Honestly, it's a racist country. If you're Arab, you could probably impersonate a brown family and sell their house. And the white people checking the ID at the real estate board would be like, this makes perfect sense. And this is definitely legit. So that is my advice to you if you are brown. These people were white and they got away with it. So if they can get away with it, you can get away with it. Okay? I'm obviously kidding. You shouldn't do that. But if you did, just don't say that you got the idea from the Banker show. Please. Thank you. Here's another story. I don't want to talk too much about the uh, the trans stuff, but uh, keeps coming up. Keeps coming up. People say to me, Ben, why can't you stop talking about the trans people slash community? And the reason is uh, you guys are in the news every day. There is something going one way or the other. Uh, no pun intended about the trans in the news. So we had this article come up that I found how Canadian schools aid students gender transition without family consent. Boom, 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 boom. This contradicts everything I said in the last episode, which is okay because changing your mind is okay, folks. Can we, we talk about normalize. Normalize changing your mind sometimes, okay? Just because you had a fuck Trudeau flag on your truck or a mega flag or a mega hat on your head at one point does not mean you can't have a thought one day where you're like, maybe I don't need to wear this, but I can still be a person. You know, you don't have to let your ideologies control your personality. You are more than a fuck Trudeau flag. You are more than your mask. You are more than cutting your penis off. You are more, okay? However, Andrew Tate is Jesus, and uh, I pray to him every night. Gotcha, bitch. Gotcha. Now you're offended. Honestly, Andrew Tate is a bit like Jesus. Are you really going to sit here and tell me that a guy who's on every single person's phone that every young man is slowly finding out about. I'm not saying he's the only person about Jesus, uh, similar to Jesus. Rogan's similar to Jesus in a way, or maybe even more similar, uh, potentially even more similar to Jesus because he doesn't even really try to tell you what to think. He just tells you what he thinks. Tate is a little more in your face. But the point is, Jesus had followers. Anybody who is famous now for these random reasons, these, you know, Goggins and, and and these people that are actual influencers, I'm not talking about these, you know, the female influencers uh, on uh, TikTok, um, you know, showing their ass. That's not your showing your ass isn't really influencing anybody except, I guess, some women to feel bad about how, you know, out of shape they are. But it's not. There's not really that many female influencers out there being like, ladies, this is how we should act. This is what we need to do. This is how, like, you, I guess you could say Cardi B and Nicki Minaj are somewhat influencers and they're influencing women to be whores, I guess. But these guys are influencing people to be better people, to get in shape, to make money, to start a business. And then there's all these people being like, no, it's dudes who work at Walmart. Now they think they're cool because they listen to Andrew Tate. No, first of all, if you work at Walmart, you should listen to Andrew Tate or some motivational person, Goggins or whatever, because you got to get your shit together. You work at fucking Walmart. You should be watching that to try and figure out how to better your life. Okay. And we got sidetracked here. We're going back to the article about 
how our schools are making everybody trans. Boards are urging schools to both automatically honor requests to change a student's name and pronouns and not tell parents if requested. Canadian schools accept name and pronoun preferences, provide gender-neutral washrooms, and teach from a young age about gender identity. In some cases, they can even refer students directly to gender treatment clinics. Okay. That's insane. I, I mean... You want to be, tra- you know, your kid watches a TikTok. They become trans because of that. Uh, they watch an Instagram. They watch one of the trans influencers talking about how much fun it is to get your first period or whatever. I get it. But your kid's going to school to learn math and science. And they're teaching you, teaching these ideas that are generally new not new in the sense that people are like the native americans had trans people and they had two-spirited it's like yeah the native americans also like uh cut people's heads off with axes and shit like what are we talking about here that you know is that a is that a reason no offense i love the native people i always uh donate when i see them on the street even if they're passed out from drugs and alcohol, I will leave change. So don't come at me saying that I don't know anything and that I'm a, I, I, uh, no, I support the native trans community. But what I don't support is kids in schools learning more about gender identity than they are the struggles of the native people. That's actual racism by the way because correct me if i'm wrong the majority of people who are changing tra- uh transing transing in transit is that what they call it when you uh change your gender you're in transit the people who are changing their genders for the most part are white sorry but it's it's a fact that i just made up that i have no idea if it's true it's probably true here probably not true in thailand that's all I'm saying. When a student in Calgary grade six class in a Calgary grade six class came out as transgender this year, the teacher made one thing clear to the other pupils. They mustn't let slip their classmates new gender identity to her parents. The couple was not yet aware of the change. What the fuck is that? It seemed like an odd message for a group of 11 year olds, said the mother of one of the pupils. This upset me so much, she says. Kids were being taught to lie to parents. But in some ways, the instruction flowed naturally from what has become a common policy throughout Canada. Boards of education, education ministries, and even the Public Health Health Agency of Canada are urging schools to both automatically honor a transitioning student's request to change their name and pronouns and to keep that information from parents if requested. It's just one way the education system has become intimately involved in the transgender process. The transgender process, folks. That's what they're calling it. It's a process, okay? You don't you, you don't just wake up transgender, folks. It's, Rome wasn't built in a day. It's a process. You got to take some pills. You gotta you gotta stop shaving your armpits for a bit. You gotta you gotta you gotta cut it off or 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 sew it on. It's a process. So education systems become intimately involved in the gender uh, transgender process, which affects an exponentially growing number of young Canadians. Now, they don't say how many. That's the thing is nobody knows. Nobody knows. Round and round we go. Nobody knows. Exponentially growing number of Canadians, young Canadians. That sounds a little scary. I mean, I did see a six foot three dude in a skirt today uh, holding a very small bag. Mind you, it's like negative seven degrees outside Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but it's not good. It's like under 30 degrees, and he's wearing a skirt with his legs out. Unshaved. Legs are unshaved. Don't understand that quite. Not quite there, but who am I to judge? Who am I? I am nothing. I am a cis male Gender, ah, ugh, disgusting. Okay, disgusting. Uh, people get mad at that too. They go, "Stop saying cisgendered. You stop saying it. You're gonna, 
You're Cossack. Shut the fuck up. And this, you're living in the reality, are you not? People are talking. The, don't say it. Don't say it. It's like, <clears throat> that's 1984-esque too. The people on the right who are being 1984-esque too are like, do not speak about Jesus and do not talk about transgender rights because they do not exist. It's like, dude, you're making a bad case for yourself. Everybody thinks you're fucking nuts now. Just fucking laugh. Okay. Schools accept name and pronoun preferences, provide gender-neutral washrooms, blah, blah, blah. We already read that like eight times. But as health professionals applaud the developments, why are health professionals applauding the developments, by the way? And I, I, I mean, I know the answer, but I'm asking the question. The answer, I assume, is uh, because they are financially benefiting from kids changing genders. I don't understand that. Uh, and by the way, here's another question. Because they say, oh, uh, if you let these people take the pills and, and go through with the surgeries that you're actually lowering the chance of them, you know, committing suicide. But is that accurate? Like, are we, do we have numbers to show that? Where are the scientists now being like, look how much suicides dropped. All the kids that killed themselves before are now transgender. I don't think that's true, but I could be wrong. But I also could be right. But as health professionals applaud the development, some parents of children with gender dysphoria, the sense that their birth sex does not match their gender identity, are bristling at the role schools are playing. I don't know about teachers, principals, and guidance counselors they complain are essentially usurping the traditional responsibilities of mothers and fathers as they help advance children's gender transition. I mean, this is fucking retarded. I'm sorry. This is what happens when you give people jobs that are unnecessary. If being a teacher was such a necessary job, if being a teacher was such a you know, amazing job, like all the teachers. I'm a teacher. You don't understand. I'm amazing. All I do all day is teach children how to be gay and trans. I don't understand. No, but if they were, I had good teachers. You know who my good teacher was? Shout out Mr. Probst. Mr. Probst was my high school English teacher. And we used to, used to, we used to smoke cigarettes in the alleyway behind the school, um, he'd say, you want to go for a cigarette? We'd go for a cigarette. He'd tell me about how hungover he was. He'd tell me about how much he hated all the other teachers because they were losers. And I loved this guy. He didn't care if I was high in class. The higher I was, the more he would questions he would ask me. Now, And he was the guy, he was the first guy who saw my talent and said, hey, you want to be, I'm doing a play. Not the school play. We're going to do a cooler play. And it was about zombies, and I was a king of this land that was taken over by zombies, and my my the queen, my wife, was, like, cheating on me with the zombie, and she became a zombie. It was all crazy stuff. It was in the Sears Drama Festival. I won an award for it. I won an award of excellence. Actually, I have the award. I'm going to show you the award right now. This is the award of excellence that I received. I don't know if it's zooming in on it. It's all blurry. There it is. There it is. Word of excellence. When I was in high school, I won this. 2009, Nick Probst got me in the play. And that was started my comedy. I already wanted to be a stand-up comedian. I already watched a ton of comedy and was writing bits, but I'd never been on a stage for that purpose of acting or performing like that. I'd done violin as a kid, but uh, as a younger kid. But once I did that, I realized that's what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to be. And there was gay kids in the play. We were all cool. They smoked weed. They didn't give a shit. We made fun of them for being gay. They made fun of us for being straight. Everything was chill. Okay? Some of the gay kids at my high school were like the most popular kids ever. Like one guy, Sebastian. Most girls that I... Any girl who's like 30 years old who grew up in downtown Toronto, if you're like, do you know a gay guy named Sebastian? They'd be like, oh my God, I know... Everybody knew him. He wasn't bullied. People were afraid of him. He knew all the chicks. Who's going to bully the gay guy that's friends with every chick that every guy wants to bang? I mean, give me a fucking break. Anyway. That's it, it, when teachers 
Stop actually helping kids. That's how you help a kid. You notice he has a talent. You notice he has a knack for something. He's got a knack for science. So you help him get a get an internship at Pfizer, okay? That's what that's what a good teacher would do. Uh, you know, that you they have a knack for, you know, the art teacher notices this kid's really good at art and goes out of their way to reach out to universities and write letters for them on their behalf to get them into good programs. That's what good teachers fucking do. Good teachers see that you're depressed. This kid's depressed. Let's talk in my office. Are you okay? What's going on at home? How blah, blah, blah. That's what a good teacher does. Okay? But if you are a teacher and you see a kid and they go, oh, shit, is that kid sad? And you take him into your office. What's going on? And they go, I think I'm a, I, I'm a girl. I thought I was a dude. But now uh, uh, people are telling me I'm a dude. Parents and, and evil doctors that gave, delivered me at the hospital put male on my birth certificate and I believe that I am not a male in that situation as a teacher I guess you do help them transition I guess that is what you should do darn I really thought I was going to make an opposite point no of course not you go so what are you talking about here you're talking about like gender drugs you want to be on drugs and do all that you got to talk to your parents about that man like I'm sorry you know and it's, I mean, if it's, it's another thing, if they're like my parents, I asked them about it and they were like, go fuck yourself and stuff. Like, I kind of get that. Honestly, like maybe I am wrong. Maybe the kids, the problem is the kids and their parents. Like what kind of parenting were you doing that your kids uh, in grade nine and wants to transition isn't thinking about partying and fucking hanging out and smoking weed and like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What did you do to this kid? Um, you know, I had a, my mom told me, my mom, the people are going to get mad at this. I know they're going to get mad at this. There's nothing you can do though. She has dementia and maybe she has dementia because she did this. That's what people say. God did this to her because she did this, but she had a student who was like 15 and got pregnant and, and went to, went to her cause she trusted her as a teacher. And look, a lot of kids trust their fucking teachers more than their parents okay fuck your parents i mean fuck a teacher too they're fucking stupid and half the time they're trying to fuck you but a lot of kids do trust the parent uh, teachers especially if it's a good teacher um so they trusted my mom and my mom fucking um got a coat hanger out and fucking ripped the baby out no i'm joking but she did take her to a uh to an abortion clinic and had the child aborted my mother aborted an underage girl's child. I mean, hello? Is anybody still there? Ten years ago, you tell somebody that, they go, good for you. That's nice that you helped out that, uh, you know, that teenager. She was probably so scared and worried and didn't know what to do and didn't want to tell her parents. But nowadays, they'd be like, what the fuck? You evil bitch. You just, you killed a kid. That girl wasn't old enough to make that decision. Her parents should have made that. Her parents should have made that decision. What are her parents going to say? They're going to her parents are going to be like fucking abort it. But I wish I didn't even know. Might as well just fucking do it. Now, I'm not does that, like, I'm sorry if you're too like, I, I can't pretend to be more right wing than I am. I don't think that you should that abortion should be outlawed. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's sad. It's a sad horrible thing. Everybody agrees on that. I don't think you should be doing it every fucking Tuesday, and I definitely don't think it should be used as a form of birth control, and I definitely don't think after a certain point of the child's what or the the pregnancy that you know after the first trimester, whatever it is, after 6 weeks or whatever it is, that that should I don't think you should do it, you know, late term all that stuff bad. But I mean, if you're 15 and you get pregnant, abortion's probably uh, the the more fun option for for your life. No offense, but uh, getting an abortion and changing your gender are different. They're not that different because you're still murdering a human being, technically. Um, you know, the old you versus a fetus. But what what are these teachers supposed to do? You all the kids want to be fucking trans now and they're sad about it because their parents hate them because they want to be trans. I mean, if your biggest 
sadness in life is that your parents are mad at you because you want to be trans and you're 16, you have a pretty good life. I'm not going to lie to you. You have a pretty good life. There's no bombs being dropped on you. You know, you don't have, uh, you're not hungry. You're not searching for food. You got everything you want. You probably have a fucking Xbox or you could if you wanted to. Your parents would buy it for you. You could probably have a new car. Parents will probably get you a lease on a new fucking Toyota for grade 10 once you get your license. What are you doing? Making shit up to be upset about. The trans... The trans... Phenomenon is the same phenomenon that's happening to boomers with politics. The boomers all think that they know the most about politics and they have the best opinions and uh, they're really annoying because all they want to do is tell you about why you're wrong and why you don't believe in the right things and whether it's on the left or the right, they all do it. This is what boomers do. They're either telling you to get the, the needle or they're telling you never to get it and here's the reasons why and I know best and I used to work with a guy who worked in the liberal parliament and blah, 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 blah. On the flip side, the young people are all cutting their dicks off and becoming trans, which is also annoying, not because I'm transphobic or don't like trans people. It's just annoying to hear about it over and over again, the same way it's annoying to hear from boomers about trans people. The boomers don't want to be trans, but they want to talk about trans, and they think they're they're battling this ideology. I'm battling... I'm up. We feel like we're up against the LGBT community. You, a 55-year-old with a pension who worked at Canada Post for 35 years, is battling the gender ideology by talking about it every five seconds? No, you're making it worse, just like I am. Just like I am. I'm making it worse. And guess what? I don't give a shit because I'm a comedian. I'm not here to make the world perfect. I'm here to point out what's wrong, question it, question myself, backtrack on it, change my mind, go back to the way I thought before, change it again, laugh, make fun of you for getting mad at me, blah, blah, blah. That's my job. Your job is to shut up and listen and send me money on at patreon.com slash benbankus, okay? That's what your job is. And go back to school. Put your phone away and cut your dick off. Uh, yeah, people say I want to go back to the good old days. And it's like, I don't know if the, the old days were better. I mean, it was uh, pros and cons. Not having phones may be better for certain things, not better for other things. But I want to go back to a time where 22-year-olds didn't get offended when you say retard. That's what I want to do. I want to go back to a time where you could call your friends retarded in public and people turned their heads and they looked at you guys and laughed and went, yeah, your buddy's retarded. Those are the good old days. When people said words that were bad and we didn't care. And that wasn't really that long ago. I think it was probably only from like 1990 to maybe like 2005. We had about 15 years where you could say retard, you could say faggot, right? And it wasn't even a big deal. Like you wouldn't lose your job because you said that. Um, the N-word, you know, I get it. You sh Like we shouldn't say the N-word, but. But uh, it is in every single song. And I know that is the number one white person talking point, racist talking point of, well, it's in all the music. Why can't I say it down the street? And then there's always like Morgan Freeman standing there like, say it then or whatever. And then you're like, I'm scared of Morgan Freeman. I've seen Bruce Almighty. Um, so. Yeah, probably not the N word, but retard and faggot should probably be back, okay? Uh, I don't want to say it too much more on the podcast because it will probably get deleted, um, and we might even have to bleep it in the podcast. This might even be bleeped. That might piss you off. You might go, how dare you, Ben Bankus? I want to hear the word. Well, go on Patreon. We can say all the bad words on there, and nobody cares. 
But seriously, I, I, I actually think a lot of the podcasts now, a lot of the comics are saying it. A lot of people are just saying it. They're just done with it. What are you going to do? You go, oh, you're offended. Oh, you're offended. The people on the right are like, I want to be able to say retard and the, and the F word. And probably the, the N word too. a lot of them on the on the right, because a lot of people on the far right are racist. Can, we're not racist. We just hate Jews and blacks and Chinese people like you're a little fucking racist. I'm sorry. But some of the people at the Freedom Convoy were racist. Were there also Indian people from Brampton being like, I love Canada and we came here because we thought it was a festival of lights, Diwali, but it's actually a racist convoy. Um, yeah, they were there and they were supporting because they, you know, they didn't care that some of the people were racist. And the racists were like, hey, thank you for coming, Indian people, even though I wouldn't let you eat at my house. I appreciate you supporting the cause. OK, now. Am I joking a little bit? Yes. If you're offended, fuck you. Okay? People on the right want to dictate what people on the left should and shouldn't uh, do, say. They want to be like, I'm, and I don't want to hear about the trans people. Uh, you know, they, they, uh, I don't want the trans stuff in schools, uh, which I get as uh, the article that we just read. But however, as I explained if the kids want to be trans, the teachers can't just tell them not to be trained. Like, it's the dumbest thing. I've it's growing exponentially. It's like, OK, well, take your kid's phone away. Have you get you gave your kid a cell phone at six years old and you're wor and you're wondering why they're trans. It's like because you're shut up. You're a bad parent. OK. Um, people on the left believe in censorship for people on the right and people on the right believe in censorship for people on the left. The people on the right get offended if you talk about God, if you talk about Jesus, or if you question any of their ideologies, if you talk about uh, gun rights, if you talk about anything like that, then people on the right are like, how dare you talk about gun rights or Jesus or this or that? And it's like, so you think that people should not be allowed to speak about those things and they should go to jail? Yes. But do you believe in free speech? Yes. Well, then you don't. OK, and why am I saying this? Because a lot of my audience is right. But you got to be smart on the right or in the middle. You can be in the middle. Like, I, I want to be in the fucking middle. I don't want to be with you crazy people anymore. I don't want to be with the tr crazy people on the left either. But it's like a balancing act. And right now, the right is making themselves look a little insane. And they're causing the situation to get worse. If you want the, you know, le the trans thing to slow down, I don't know how to solve that problem. But I don't think talking about it and being angry about it is the way to solve it. I think the way to solve it is to just go, yeah, sometimes, fuck, I guess, yeah, shit, that's how it is now. And I'm going to do my best to educate my kids about the dangers of doing that and, and you know, what that could cause for them in the future and why that's harmful. And, you know, I'm going to but I'm going to tell them if they really want to do it, I'm going to support who gives a shit? Let your fucking kid transition. Just move on. Have another kid. You know, divorce. Get a divorce. Have another kid. With move to Mexico. You know, your kid becomes trans and you're upset and you don't know what to do and you want to go and complain to the school board. How about instead you leave your wife and you fly to Colombia and you meet a nice Colombian woman and for uh you know two hundred dollars or uh you know uh three thousand peso a month. You can have your own luxury apartment and, you know, and uh, maybe have a new half uh, South American child. And chances are they won't be trans because the chances of having two trans kids is low. And then problem solved. Let the mom deal with uh, the, tr you know, the school board meetings or whatever. Don't be involved. Doesn't matter to you. If you're worried about your kid transitioning, it's like you also have a good life. Just move on. Okay? Problem solved. Your kid's trans. Move to Columbia. Find a new wife. Have another child. That's it. You don't go to a fucking school board meeting. You don't call a teacher. You don't try to get teachers fired because they helped a kid transit. Yeah, it's fucked up. I'm agreeing with you. I don't think it's right necessarily, just like I don't think it's necessarily right that my mom took a 15-year-old uh, 25 years ago to an abortion clinic. But 
It's fucking life. It's happening out there. Okay? And people need to accept how bad life is. Too many of you are pretending like life is this amazing thing and it's supposed to be amazing and both of my children are supposed to have the proper uh, gender and, and, and proper vocabulary and, and, and work really hard and, you know, and go and be doctors and lawyers. And it's just like it doesn't happen like that unless you're Chinese. Okay? If you're Chinese, you got a good kid, they fucking play piano, and then they become a doctor. But if you're white, you got uh, annoying, you either have a cool kid that ends up going into sales and doing a ton of blow, possibly dying of fentanyl, being a squeegee kid, another option for the whites, uh, working at a, um, you know, a Popeye's fitness, working out at a good life. Uh, these are the things white people do, okay? If you have a white kid, you're probably going to take them to hockey. Okay, now if you don't take them to hockey and you don't put them in sports and you don't help them, they might become trans. Okay, they might become trans. And if they do, it's your fault, number one. And number two, at least you didn't have to wake up every morning and go to hockey. Okay, at least you didn't have to wake up at 5 a.m. to take them two hours to a hockey game and wait there for it to end, and then you got to put their smelly equipment in the car, and then you got to air out their smelly equipment, and then you got to, you know, hear about this and that, and then you find out they're smoking weed with the other kids in the team, and the one kid on the team stole a steak from No Frills Grocery Store where he works, and now he's in jail, and you got a tattoo. You don't have to do with any of that. You just go, look, stay in your room for 18 years, and then become, and you're trans, and that's it. And that's, and that is how you be a good parent, okay? That is how you accomplish being a good parent. Do you like that? Can you tell that sarcastic? Can you tell that this is funny? Are you one of these people going, this is bullshit, man. Like, he's fucking like, what are you, like, promoting, like, trans ideology, bro? Like, are you, like, fucking promoting this shit? Like, are you, like, you're probably fucking vaxxed, too. Like, you fucking, like, you're so, like, woke now. Like, no, you're a fucking uneducated retard who couldn't even get into fucking Fanshawe College, probably, for fucking HVAC, and you're sitting on the computer with a fake fucking shitty profile, that little circle, you got some dumb shit in it, like a picture of Abe Lincoln or 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 or, or a frog with a mask on, some dumb shit like that, and you live in a shit town, and you had a shit upbringing, and your life sucks, and you grabbed onto this QAnon bullshit because you had nothing else, and you wanted to believe so badly that blah, 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 the government, and yada, yada, and now that it's kind of over, you don't know what to do, so you're angry because you're still wasting time. Stop being angry. Get your life together. I promise you, if you're making decent money, and not that I am yet, because you're not fucking signing up for Patreon, but I can guarantee you that you won't be upset at jokes and sarcasm relating to uh, things that you used to be upset about. I used to get upset. I used to be in your shoes. I, You know what I used to do during the pandemic, during the beginning of the pandemic, when we were doing lockdowns? Every night, the building I lived in at the time with my mother, who had dementia that I didn't even know about. Actually, no, I knew a month before the pan uh, before lockdown started. I found out my mom had dementia. That's how yeah, my life's fucking sad. Yeah, bask in that, bitch. Um, every night at seven p.m., the neighbors would come out of their homes with the pots and pans and start banging them. Thank you to our first responders, and you could hear it in the whole city. And it was supposed to be this uplifting thing that you know the people are supporting the lockdowns and it's amazing and we're just bing 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 so what i did is i ordered a loudspeaker off of amazon and i would stick my head out of the window and they did the fucking pots and pans and the whole time i'd be like covid is a you know xyz i don't want to say f-a-k-e i don't know what that spells uh, I would say things like that. I'd be like, China is just responsible for the virus. I was, you know, and people, it would stop the pots. Eventually the pots and pans stopped. And I proved a point to those people that this is how crazy you sound. 
This is what the, a psychotic person sounds on the other side. Now, I would, and I would get mad. I would be mad at the pots and pans people. And But guess what? Those people were mad at me. I used to go into my building and there'd be a guy with a mask on going, you should be wearing a fucking mask and blah, 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 blah. And I'd get in an argument with him and yada, yada. And then I'd be mad for days. And he was probably mad for days. And I'm done with that shit. If somebody comes and tells me to put a mask on, I go, shut the fuck up. And if they go say anything more than that, I go, I just walk away. I'm not having a fucking dialogue with these people. Everybody's mentally ill now. Do you not understand this? There was a lady, uh, you know, today, actually, I, there's two instances that happened. Today, I went to my friend's building uh, to work out because it's right beside my gym and I forgot my key scanner for the, my gym. So I went to my buddy Matt's place. And working out, and he points, there's this Asian girl sitting at the, uh, like, the leg press, and she's not even working out. She's just on her phone, and my buddy goes, yeah, that girl yelled at me once because I answered a phone call in here, and she started telling me it was too loud and shit like that. I was like, that's crazy. I had no idea. I was like, that's crazy. So I go beside her is where I'm doing my pulled, the pull-down exercise on the pull-down thing, and she keeps looking over at me. And then eventually, and I'm going like this. Ugh. <sighs> You know, for each of this uh, reps. And she just out of nowhere just fucking freaks out. She turns around, looks at me. And she goes, you're fucking disgusting. I can't fucking hear this shit. She wasn't even wearing a mask, but stormed out mental illness. Another person not wearing a mask today uh, the, uh, last week was mentally ill in the elevator. She has this massive dog in the elevator that's like a pit bull type situation. And. There's another older lady coming out with her pug and she her cart was stuck. So I helped the elderly lady with her cart, put it down on like that. And as I'm helping her with this, the lady's trying to pull. She's pull, holding back her pit bull, yelling at this old lady about her. Like, yo, don't you like look like it's the, like ghetto, like yo, six buzz doggy, like yo, but like a little bit of like a Spanish six buzz. And it's like, yo, you're you're fucking looking at me or you're dog and like, you know. And she gets in the elevator with me and this other woman. And I just, I was like, what, are, is everything okay? And she's like, none of your fucking business. I'm like, we all need to be nice to each other in the elevator. I felt like the fucking, I feel like the mask people now. I mean, like, we all need to be nice. But it's true in the sense that you can't just fucking yell at people that you live with in the same building over political shit, over dogs, over whatever. It's insane. And a lot of people are now insane on both, you can't be on, the. there is no right side. The right side is making sense of both sides while you look in the middle and you go, okay. Doesn't mean you have to, I accept that. Oh, so you accept people who are, yeah, if a trans person came up to me and was like, you're fucking hilarious, I love your comedy. Do you think I would be like, actually, you know, I don't believe in your ideology? No. That's what being accepting is. If a trans person came up to me and was like, I fucking hate everything that you do, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, okay, well, go fuck yourself. I have nothing against you being trans, but you're a piece of shit. Don't judge people on this shit. Just judge them how they generally make you feel. Okay? That's that. Um, there's another article trying to help, uh, obviously help people, because that's what most of these bullshit articles do now. Uh, it's like all the news is the news is like a self-help guide now to like how to guide your trans child through pure how to guide how to save money during the worst depression since 1930. Here's what you need to do. Uh, here it says here's what you need to make. Here's what you need to make money wise to weather record inflation. Oh, shit. Battery just died on that. Uh, okay, we're going to come back. We're going to come back. What's up? We're back, everybody. Uh, sorry, the camera died for whatever reason. Um, just want to say thank you to all the people who listened to this podcast uh, last week and this week. The new people who have joined us, thank you so much. Uh, this is kind of a short one, but I wanted to talk about my experience at JP's PETA before I get out of here. JP's PETA is a PETA shop off of the 401 in Bowmanville, and it is absolutely the wildest experience because the guy who runs it, and he's the only guy who ever works there, so it always takes a long time. 
he makes all the food fresh. He's a weird guy, and when he ha- and the food is, he gives you way too much food. He 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 loads the pita so to the brim, and when he hands it to you, he says, "Here's your Chinese baby." That's what he says, or he says something like that. He says, "This is like the size of a Chinese baby," and uh, I just find it amazing that somebody would say that. I feel like you would say that to a Chinese person's face. I feel like if a Chinese person went in there and got off the 401 and went to JP's PETA, he'd be like, here's your Chinese baby. And I think that Chinese person would laugh. That's like old school, non-woke people. He's like Serbian or something or like Greek. I don't know what the fuck he is. But there's always a couple uh, morbidly obese people eating and, and me. And I ate the whole thing. I ate it way too fast and I felt so full. So now this week I'm just like, I got to fucking work the fuck out, dude. So I'm back to my two a days, uh, two workouts a day, one weights, one cardio for this week. I recommend everybody start working out, getting your shit together um, and just trying to better yourself, better your life. It's 2023. It's not fucking... It ain't free. Freedom ain't free. You know how people say freedom ain't free and people want to be like, where's my freedom? Well, it's not free. So you got to pay for it. You got to pay to look good. You got to pay to go to a good gym because if you have a shitty gym, then you're not going to go. Or if you have a shitty gym, you know, I'll do what I do. I go one shitty gym and one good gym. And then it's like the kind of good gym. And it's like the price of one really good gym that's too far away. It's another thing. If your gym's too far away, you're not going to go. You're going to get frustrated, upset, pissed off. You're not going to want to go to the gym. So go check out JP's PETA. Go watch me uh, doing stand-up this Friday and Saturday in Burlington. Next Friday and Saturday in, uh, or sorry, not next, but the last Friday and Saturday of the month in Toronto at the Royal Comedy Theater. Go uh, sign up for Patreon, patreon.com slash Ben Bankus. I think it's now $6 a month with inflation. Uh, Canadian and $4 state of steady. I think $4 US. Sign up for Patreon and uh, get the bonus podcast. It comes out this Friday. It's probably going to be uh, Armin and me in the green room of Yuck Yucks again. The bonus podcast, audio only. It's super easy to add. Uh, the what we call an RSS feed of the podcast to whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. All an RSS feed is is the list of episodes of the podcast. That's really all you have to know. So the list you're looking at right now that's the free list, you'll get a no- whole other list, which will be the bonus podcasts, and it will... um be the same thing so you copy and paste the rss feed once you sign up for patreon you get a link you copy and paste it into uh spotify to add an rss link and then you can listen to the podcast in the car on your headphones wherever you want um and that's those are the patreon episodes so please uh support that support uh trans lives matter support um body image people deserve to be who they are uh (laughs) all right guys peace